We are delighted to be joined in the studio today by two young singers. Ellie Dixon is 21 and has been writing, producing and recording for six years. Her sound is a mixture of indie pop with jazz and folk fluences. Now, she won the NMG Best Female Solo Award for 2017 and 2018 and has performed at the Cambridge Folk Festival and appeared at Glamour Magazine YouTube channel as well as TV and radio. Sophie Winter is a singer, songwriter and producer who has created a sound which she likes to refer to as moody synth pop. Sophie has won the award for Best Female Solo at the NMG Awards in 2019, which Women Making Waves sponsored. Well, welcome to Women Making Waves, ladies. Hello. Have you known each other for a long time? Or do you just know each other through music? We know each other too well. Yeah. As you were just talking, she thought I had a loose hair on my shoulder and just pulled out one of my hairs. I think that tells you all I you need to know. My favourite Yankton. <laughs> that really hurt. So obviously good friends, yeah. but you've yeah. known each other since when? I think eight eight years properly. I yeah, guess. but we kind of knew each other before then. We spoke really online yeah. really embarrassingly like 10 years ago, just saying stupid stuff before we knew each other. And yeah. then a couple of years later, I ended up moving to the secondary school that she was in. Mm. And the uh, rest is history. Was that? Are you in the same year at school? Yeah. 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 Where are you, rather? You've left school now. Yeah, yeah, we were. Um, you started singing because we were at a party. You got drunk, started singing. <laughs> and I was I like, hey, that's <laughs> really good. And I was like, cool, thanks. And then we started going to open mic nights together. Yeah. Um, which was like the first gigging we ever properly did. Yeah, really. and there was like three people there. And we were like, we've made it. <laughs> and the first time you played the wrong chord and cried. <laughs> really? I did, yeah, I got up there. I was like, it's my time to shine. I've been practicing for weeks. I got up there and played the first chord wrong. And I was like, goodbye. <laughs> I just went and sat back down. I was so embarrassed and I just cried. I was having panic attacks in the car as well. It was a real time. <laughs> were you? I mean, what was the age that you started to perform like this? 15, I guess. We I'm were a bit more, we were too much of a mess to be 15. I feel like we felt no. a lot younger, but I think it was about 15. Yeah. And and I suppose in many ways, you've had the support right from a, a you know quite an early age. So mm. to be out there and performing and yes, sometimes you lose your bottle, you lose your moment and you mm. think, I can't do it. But you pick yourself up and you go on. And at 15, that's pretty phenomenal to be thinking yeah. you can, can perform like that and, and have confidence. If I'd played the wrong chord at 15 <laughs> as the first chord, that would be the last chord I ever <laughs> I think yeah. many times we thought it would be we the thought, last yeah. chord, definitely. Well, so fortunately like not. Yeah. <laughs> so when did you decide on the genre of your sort of songwriting? What was the, the key for you on the genre of the music? I knew straight away, yeah. whereas you took a bit longer to like develop your sound. Yeah. I think because around that time, like Bastille was like a thing, and I was like, that's it. Like, you that's you were done. I wanna yeah. Make. yeah, I was like... Because me and my sister have always had a very similar taste of music and it's always been like synth and kind of like a slight element of rock in there, not like heavy rock. And so I was like, that's it, I'm sorted. <laughs> yeah, and but I still think we both always are having meltdowns about whether it's the right genre. Yeah, and like, Because yeah. starting out, we were both just like, no what are we doing? Yeah. And then, yeah, I think we started off similar and then went yeah, completely we can, diverged. Because like, we're both, we're either end of the spectrum now. You're far more rock and I'm like pop. R&B and then yeah, sort indeed. of faster as well. Mm. I'm very drawn to upbeat, happy. Mm-hmm. And then you like your kind of punchy... Punchy, shouty not anthems. happy. Yeah. yeah. 
I love a good show. A bit more moody, as you say. Yeah, massive yeah. descriptive. That's the one word I found, and I was like, that's it. That's the one. <laughs> that's what I'm going to cling on to. And I think that's what's key in a really fantastic friendship is that, you know, sometimes when you're at school, you know that you follow each other because you're best friends and you have mm. to do all the same things. But actually... Mm. The quality of a good friendship is to go doing separate things and meeting at certain places at certain times yeah. and thinking differently. And that is quite a healthy thing, isn't it? Yeah. And it means you shared interests. Yeah. 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 You, it means you push each other. I thought that especially that if we hadn't started making music, it wouldn't be where we are now. because no, we're. I don't want to say, we're not like bad competitive, but I feel like we're slightly competitive. We are which definitely feels like competitive. Like you're constantly like but pushing yeah. each other, which is good. That's good. Yeah. But then yeah, it yeah. helps that we make different genres of music because then we're not like... You're not kind of always in the same boat yeah, the whole time. Yeah. Yes, you're Everything's not treading on each other's toes, mm, which massively. would be more difficult. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It would make it kind of harder to be happy for you. But you've both made videos quite recently. We were in the studio and looking at them earlier and people were kind of listening and going, because there's a bunch of people in the studio earlier and going, oh, who's that? That's really good. And and we were listening to both of your videos. Both really, really good. You know, you you made yours in the house, is that right, Ellen? Yeah, in my living room, Sophie was filming. Was it you that was filming? Wow. Yeah, it was a full-on DIY it's one of those days, you know the ones when everything seems like we're too much and you can't seem to get your body. It was up. Oh, it was it took us hours. <sighs> we, we had a, did, we did yeah. like a seven hour shoot and I was like, brilliant, we're done, fabulous, and then he goes so if you don't like them, <laughs> okay, listen. <laughs> okay, there was an element of de- they like yeah. We had lots of technical Trial issues. And error, yeah, yeah. The um, it wasn't. So then we had another day, but it was a quick shoot. It took like four or five hours, I think, and that turned out well. Yeah. That and there's two videos. Is that right? There's one where you're lying on a sofa, and the one that we both liked the best, I think, was the one you were moving around. You, yeah. fantastic dancer and stuff. Thank you. Really that good. was. <laughs> I found that if you do anything with confidence, people yes. think you're good at it. That's really yes. Well. Massive, dancing yeah. especially who devised the idea then for your video was that something that you both did together for you your film Ellie Dixon or did you find Sophie that you were giving Ellie some ideas here a bit of both I think during filming yeah. shots wise I think like of... the dancing like the whole colour aesthetic was your yeah like, I think I don't you don't do colour. I don't do colour, no, <laughs> at all. And she goes, I want bright yellow and bright blue. And I'm like, you sure? I remember your face the first time I said that, actually. Yeah. You were like, like are, you, are you sure you want to go with that? We <laughs> did, and it worked. It worked. <laughs> but, yeah, I think as soon as I did it, because it's the sort of music I like to dance to, because anytime anything Latin comes on in a bar, in a club, I'm like shaking my hips immediately. Yeah. So I knew that that was something I, I wanted to do a dancing video and I came up with the choreography really early on. The reason the lyric video, the one where I'm lying down came out was because that first shoot didn't work oh, yeah, and I wanted something like, to release on the day. <laughs> so we did, uh, yeah, I filmed the, the lyric video. I was like, I've got to get it out and finished it half an hour before the song actually came out. And then, yeah, we did the reshoot a bit yeah. later on. Well, that was good as well. I think we just preferred the moving one. Yeah, of course. Just really, really interesting and Thank well you. done. Mm. The heart that makes the drum start. And what about your video, Sophie? It wasn't done by Ellie. No. It was done by... Uh, I wish I was that good. <laughs> so my mate that like mixes my music for me, he's got a mate that does like music videos professionally. That was a quite a long day as well. That, that was, was a long... Hours. That was a fun day. Because we, um, we originally were going to do like an outside shoot. So he walked for about an oh hour God. 
to this location, realised it was no good. So, <laughs> Sophie Winder, we were talking about, Sophie, your latest song, which is Back to Basics. Mm-hmm. This song, obviously, is it's pretty cool, actually. I think they're both really cool, but so we're concentrating on you at the moment. Do you feel quite proud of the, of the video? What's it like? Do, do you feel it's quite a good connection when you've made the film? Do you think, actually, it brings out the song? Yeah, I think it does. I think especially because the song is like, this is the moodiest track I've ever made. <laughs> so, like, I feel I really wanted something in the video. Like, the lighting's, like, quite dark. I feel like it kind of brought the song out a bit more. I'm happy with where it turned out. I think it was really good. But I might try to do a DIY one, like we did with Ellie's for my next song. Just for fun. Taking it back to basics, I feel it crawling in my skin. And Ellie, did you find that it, it connected with your song, the video? I mean, it, it looked yeah. like it connected. And to us, as we watch it, it has so much life in it. Yeah, my sound is sort of like throw everything in the kitchen sink into the production. And I kind of wanted to have that kind of graphic as well, where it's all the colours, it's all the movement. I just wanted that kind of burst of life, basically. And I think when you release music, especially nowadays, it is so important to have that visual associated mm, with it. Definitely. Because half the songs you know, you probably have an image in your head of something you associate with it. So I think it's nice to have that. I feel like it really helps to like... So I'm writing my dissertation on music videos. So now I'm like, oh, what can I put to you? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it does. I feel like it really enhances like the image you have as an artist as well. So then you kind of associate. You're like, how can I boost my image more? Yeah, music video video Mm. is perfect. Yeah. And tell us about the process of going into the studio. Let's say you've written the song, you've, mm. you've got to that point, and you've chosen it as something that you want to record. The process of going into the studio, does it always come out the way that you want it? Because you, mm. or do, you pro- do you produce it yourselves? <laughs> yeah, or we both is there someone self-produce else? self-produce home bedrooms. Yeah, it's, it n- never goes the way. Well, in general, it doesn't go the way you think it will. I have kind of two ways of doing it. I either write something as a live thing and then take it to the studio. I find that transition the hardest when I've already got a sound that I'm used to hearing with a song. Because when you come to producing something, in general, you need to change it to have more punch or mm-hmm. or be more effective as a produced track because it's really a different beast. Or I'll write it alongside the production, which is when things flow a lot better because obviously you're writing it with the production in mind, so it just mm. kind of comes out a lot easier. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I agree with too... that, actually. I feel like normally if you have a song and you've played it live a lot and then you try mm. produce it, it just doesn't work it's like the song was written for live performances and you try to produce it and it's just it's a bit of a mess isn't it whereas when you kind of produce a track and then write with the same time like you said it just sounds better Uh, but does it worry you that you can't maybe reproduce it live absolutely that people are used to hearing it on youtube yeah yeah yeah. i've had so many songs i've released that i can't play live or i haven't arranged live in a way that i'm happy with yeah um which is why, for me, having the loop pedal helps because it. there's lots of songs where I'm very big on layering. So if there's only one of me on stage with nothing, if I'm just playing one of those layers, it doesn't work. It's really empty. So having the loop pedal at least lets me build up a little bit more of the track so you have more of the kind of footprint of what the track Mm. Is. Uh, Actually, explain about the loop pedal because that's something I'm just learning today. Does it take ages to learn how to do that? Yeah. It looks really complicated. Yeah, it took like 
I owned the loop pedal for two years before I started gigging with it. But loop pedal is what? Is yeah. it a basic sound that you have underneath your your track? In essence, you can record as many loops of sound on top of each other as you like, really. You can have multiple tracks, so you can switch certain instruments off and on, but you have a sort of framework that you have to work within. So you have to be quite brutal with what you want and don't want in different bits, because if you've only got three tracks, you've only got three tracks. Mm -hmm. It's not like when you're producing where you can bring whatever in and out whenever you like. So it takes some structural planning <laughs> basically yeah i'll bet it looks very complicated to me yeah i've got um some uh mates at uni that do play instruments because it's a music uni so so they just play my songs for me yeah. not the easy way out like, which on, uni lads. is that is that anglia ruskin or? no i go to uni in london um oh, okay. the academy of contemporary music okay. sounds a bit fancy but it's mm. Not. <laughs> I don't want to offend anyone. It's, it's good fun. So we were talking earlier in the studio about your voice and how you protect it. So when you first started, it was it was your passion to sing and you wanted to write music and you want to perform and you have fantastic genre. Mm. But preserving your voice is another entity, isn't it? What ways do you try and preserve your voice so that you have a voice to sing with in the evening? Don't eat the tasty food. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's it. Don't eat the tasty food and you have get a, a miserable seat. day. Yeah. You eat salad. Yeah. And... Um, I one time, I, yeah, I ate like a big old cheese pizza and then I was like, well, I can't that, see. That's, that's the gig cancelled. Yeah. No, it's fine. You just because I think normally stuff can like clog up your throat, like depending mm. what type of food it is. I feel like that's the main influence. Yeah. With keeping your voice good is what you eat. Because you can just like clog it up. Yeah, I'm resting yeah. it. It's uh, the more you do as well, the more you realise how much of a sport it is. You have to behave like an athlete or anyone who's who's training because you're using a part of your voice that has to deliver. There's so many factors that affect it, and it's a really temperamental. Yeah. Thing. So it's like some days you can wake up and it's. It's just you're having like a yeah, or you wake up and you're having a really good voice day. Yeah, that's And then true. other days it can be a mess. Mm-hmm. Um, there are also singers though, aren't there, that 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 don't actually drink at all. They don't drink alcohol whatsoever. Yeah, I have some friends that told me they were like recently. They're like, yeah, no, we've stopped drinking to look after our voices, and I like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, in an it's ideal world, we, we wouldn't we either. Would, yeah, but. Um, well, I guess Life's if you're relying short, on it, it for you, but yeah. if you're relying on it for your living, mm. you know, oh, uh, and, you're, yeah. and you're gigging a lot, I guess that's how yeah, you'd you have to be. Yeah, you, you definitely time have to it, monitor I guess. it. Yeah. yeah. So say you haven't got a gig in like two weeks. I think it is what well, it depends how important the gig is because sometimes if you know it's not like going to be a big audience, I feel like the pressure of the gig also impacts your voice. Definitely. Yeah. And what about feedback from your friends and family and producers and people that you're trying to impress? And I think, how do you manage criticism? I don't know. I feel like... I'm, We're both good and bad, yeah, I think. Yeah, I feel like sometimes someone can say something and you can take it quite personally. But mm. I'm so person. I hate things being sugar-coated, so I so much rather than someone say yeah. something and I'll be like, oh rather than kind of like tiptoe around it well it's so much it's so much worse when you know someone's not telling the truth yeah someone comes up and they're like oh that was great and you're like well okay (laughs) (laughs) just tell me (laughs) but I think the thing I'm most 
that I appreciate the most, but I'm probably the most sensitive about is production because you're doing everything from start to finish. It is absolutely your baby. So yeah, when someone yeah. critiques it, it's super useful, but there's some times where I've made this, I'm super happy with it and I'm sending to my friends under the guise. Normally and... it's me, normally I'm like, I'm, I'm not sure about this bit. I'm like, no, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, for my advice. The thing is, <laughs> there's also a balance of like standing up for what you like as well because you... There's a really fine line. There really of like sometimes accepting I think... advice and then sticking to your guns. Yeah. You, you, yeah. Really glad you said that. Because sometimes you, you think you are just changing things because other people are saying it and you do have to stick by it. But then That's sometimes me. I feel like I'm being a moody child. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, sometimes when I've made something I'm really happy with and I send it to my friends under the guise of like, oh, send me critiques when really I want everyone to come back and go, it's amazing. <laughs> and then someone's like, I'm not so sure about it. And I'm like, well, screw you. I'm not speaking to you for a week. And then like, yeah. So I think as long as you manage why you're asking mm. for criticism and, and that you're... Yeah. But um, I feel like okay. when you produce, you kind of have an idea of like what needs to go in it and mm. what direction you want to take it when you're asking for critique. Yeah. So... If I'm asking, say, if I send you a song, normally mm. I need advice on like the percussion. Whereas if you came back and said something about the melody, then you're, you're like, like, well, Whoa. that's done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just love the way you have this lovely camaraderie about you too. You know, you, you can. I think the most critique you probably get is from each other in many ways, yeah. and, yeah. and and or and rather you, can you take trust it. that as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. Must yeah. Be, yeah. Yeah. I Which think it's really important. Mm, it yeah. is. I think in any creative community, I think it's so easy to feel pitted against other people, especially when women. You're a woman. Yeah. <laughs> I th- I, yeah. No, I feel that a lot more. Do you? You feel that that is something that is still a big issue Massive. about yeah. women? Is it because you're a minority? Because most blokes, mm. that, blokes that do that do um, music are men. If you look at all the yeah. bands, mainly yeah. men. Um, but bands, are, yeah. yeah but I don't from. really know where it comes because because I'm on a music production course at uni, and the, there's only like four or five girls on my course. Mm. But I don't know where the competitive nature comes from because all the lads on my course, they'll help out anyone and everyone. They all, you all team up together. Like it's not. I don't I, like. I don't know where this idea that we need to be put against each other comes from. Yeah, but I but I still sort of notice it subconsciously when I see a male artist. I just don't feel as competitive against a female artist, and I think part of that, I yeah, it's, it's interesting because I don't know whether where that's just a subconscious yeah. thing that you're brought up with that happens, or whether it's industry specific. I think. Mm. Well, so you're saying that you feel less competitive towards a male singer yeah. than you do a woman singer. Yeah, not to the extent where you'd ever act on it no, or yeah. anything like that, but it's just that little feeling that you notice. That's interesting because I think for me, I'm more competitive if there's someone in the same genre as me. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, definitely. Because there are some people in my uni, same genre, but they're males, and I'm equally as like. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you just feel you're like, oh, I need to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think uh, the more similar you are to someone mm. in any respect, the more kind of That's competitive you feel. you feel. But yeah, but I still feel there is an element of pitting yeah, women against each other that mm. I don't know where it. I think it probably where does it comes come from, from. Yeah, <laughs> but I yeah. think the whole you just like you just challenge that mm. the whole time, and you just I think because working together is the most important thing in creative. Yeah, massively. Arts is having people yeah. to challenge you and push you and pit yourself against in a good way because it makes us both 
do better yeah, when you definitely. hear when yeah. I hear you've done something well I'm like well now I'm gonna do yeah. something well <laughs> exactly. yeah. yeah yeah exactly now talking about doing well and writing fabulous songs how do you get your inspirations do you do you sit down and watch a tv program I'm just putting ideas into your head I'm sure you have much better <laughs> yeah. ideas to you say. actually wrote a song about a tv program no did you, did you? you did <laughs> so I am um, have you heard of Brooklyn Nine-Nine yes yeah it's Fantastic my show. like my favorite tv show and I was like you know what I write a song about it, and it's, it's pretty yeah. good, you know. <laughs> I'm proud of it. Tempted to release it. You should send it to the producers. <gasps> yes, yes. Oh, well, I like it. So yeah, TV is an inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> but it, do you find that you sort of slot yourself a certain time of the day, or do you God, find no, 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 no. It's not, it, it's not as regimented never. as that. It just comes, no. does it? When yeah, you're you in just the mood. get a feeling. You're like, oh, you get a little tingle. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Even before I, before I'm actually like creative, I'm like, something's yeah. coming. It's like you and know, then, it's like <laughs> in a film, in like a musical, when they're about to burst into song, and you're like, you know, it, you know. It's yeah, like, like that one piano key goes like, in your head, you're like, yes. <laughs> and is it music first, lyric second, or vice versa? Completely depends. depends. Yeah, yeah. So there's not there's match. not a, a way of doing it for no, you. No, I think in general you'll either get well, I either get like a concept for lyrics, yeah. So some some subject that I want to sing about, or it'll be a little percussive sound or a rhythm mm. or Just a the little smallest guitar. Of things can like spark interest. Yeah, and then and then you, you like go with maybe it, you want to like start production and then you add lyrics or maybe you get some lyrics and you're like oh I need to find a melody mm. there's no yeah. well, I don't have a process no me neither it's, it's just changes every well, time yeah. is it about time we heard these uh, these ladies play something then so oh, yeah, absolutely think. yeah this is <laughs> who wants to go first <laughs> I'm happy to go first yeah <laughs> give me a minute to absorb I my am... chords <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that before absorb the chords <laughs> you just stare at them for long enough <laughs> So what are you going to do, Sophia? What's the one that I'm thinks... I'm going to a little festive uh, last Christmas oh, by yeah. Wham. Fantastic. And there's this thing, I don't know if you've heard it, it's called Whamageddon, and you have to not hear Last Christmas by Wham for like the entirety of December. I Has anyone ever done it? It's not possible. No, if you, if you go into a shop, you're screwed. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> That's, you're gone. I don't know why you'd not want to listen to it, though. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I can think of a few reasons, but... <laughs> you are bound. Last Christmas I gave you my heart But the very next day you gave it away This year to save me from tears I'll give it to someone special Once bitten and tight-shy I keep my distance but you still catch my eye Tell me baby, do you recognize me? Well, it's been a year, it doesn't surprise me Merry Christmas, I wrapped it up and sent it With a note saying I loved you, I meant it Now I know what a fool I've been But if you kissed me now, I know you'd fool me again Last Christmas, I gave you my heart But the very next day, you gave it away This year to save me from tears, I'll give it to someone special. Crowded room, friends with tight eyes. I'm hiding from you and your soul of eyes. My God, I thought you were someone to rely on. 
me I guess I was a shoulder to cry on A face of a lover with a fire in his heart A man undercover but you tore me apart And now I've found a real love, you'll never fool me again Last Christmas I gave you my heart But the very next day you gave it away This year, to save me from tears, I'll give it to someone special. A face of a lover with a fire in his heart, a man undercover, but you tore me apart. And now I've found a real love, you'll never fool me again. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart, but the very next day, You gave it away this year to save me from tears. I'll give it to someone special. Oh, oh, oh. Wow. Brilliant. Wow. And that was Sophie Winter there. That was that who you were listening to. And if anyone has been uh, playing Whamageddon. 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 (laughs) And you have managed to avoid Uh basically humanity (laughs) the past couple of weeks. Sorry about that. You've just been whammed. (laughs) I like that. I like that. We we have to say we did throw this at these girls. We asked them if they could do something seasonal. Neither of them had time to practice. They said, oh, I don't know if we can do this. So so thank you for that. Amazing. The yeah. likes of X Factor and things like that, is that something you'd ever consider? No. no. I want to say no, but I make this deal with my mum. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. no, if my life is going nowhere by the time I finish uni, I'll go on the X Factor. We had had a few glasses of wine when I agreed to this. <laughs> so no, It's end just, of uni now. <laughs> yeah, almost finished uni. So uh, Maybe move it to like when you're 30. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I'll do that. Yeah. I could be in the over 25s category. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. So talking about family then, the support in your family and, and what about musical background? Have you come from any, both of you are from a musical background? No, my family are extremely no. unmusical. Yeah. Like my dad's a builder and my mum was a nurse, so... Not the most. Nothing, no, they no. don't even listen to a lot of music. Like my dad only listens to Northern Soul. He will not listen to anything. Really? Else. Yeah, oh, that's, that's it. interesting. Um, Is he a dancer then? Did he like to dance? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, I pay money his, for it for sure. Salt on the dance like, floor. Back in the day, I had all the twisty feet, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you, Ellie? Have you had any musical background, family background here? Yeah. Well, I think my family's fairly like both my parents played instruments. My dad does basically. Your dad Everything. used to go everywhere with you, didn't he? I remember. He still does. He does still he does. Still do that? Honestly, my parents are still the reason I'm still going. I mean, yeah, yeah they Your still. Dad's good on music tech, isn't he? he knows yeah, the technical stuff. My dad right? just dips his sort of toe in every single pool, basically. <laughs> so he's been super interested in learning the music tech side along with mm-hmm. me and he likes music theory and things so we discuss all of that a lot yeah I mean my whole family has quite like a musical ear and yeah my sister plays piano my mum did flute and mm-hmm. she can play a mean tin whistle <laughs> <laughs> but um I feel we're both uh, we're both very lucky where our parents are like really supportive mm. of our Absolutely. music whereas you know some people because it's not seen as like a proper, proper job, job. Yeah. Mm. so I can get some parents aren't as supportive so yeah. we're very lucky because lots of people's parents will like support them doing it as a hobby I think it's a different thing when you want to pursue it as a career because there is 
a certain amount of sort of grinding that you have to do yeah and and an investment it's not a cheap thing to start doing and really if you can get a booster that helps so naturally in the industry I think if you've already got a way in or any means of getting money I think it automatically helps you a hell of a lot Mm -hmm. so having parents who are there to support you Mm. through that is super important important. and I want to just touch back on the voice um, subject here Mm -hmm. do you find that when you started singing and you performed do you find that your voice has developed the way you wanted it to be because sometimes it's so new isn't it you want to perform you want to get out there you know you have a kind of voice that actually can be conveyed Mm. and used through a mic but do you find that your voices have changed along the way Massively. Yeah, massively. Like, massively. Yeah, I used to have a really quite high pitched nasally voice. Both of our voices are really high yeah. and very airy. Now mine's I, I can sing well, quite powerful. low, but I can't sing high anymore. <laughs> That's so gone. I'm kind of just like yeah. yeah. But have you surprised Crazy. yourself on the way you can sing and? and God, yeah. 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 yeah and it's it's interesting because about fifty percent of singing, I'd say, is confidence mm. um because you can be an amazing singer but if you don't know that you can hit a note if you go to do it it won't work so for me like my upper register has got more powerful in that I'm committing to notes um I can't hit them like the way Mariah Carey hits them but <laughs> not like yet. <laughs> not yet exactly not yet <laughs> but I have a naturally lower register mm. but in terms of knowing what you can and can't do and just confidence in delivery is such a huge part of singing i have like a strange theory about this it's like why i don't know whether it's with you but Uh because i've (laughs) i want to know where i've never had like singing lessons so i feel like i kind of learned to sing with the type of music i listen to yeah and most of the music i listen to just happen to be male singers and obviously naturally they have lower voices so then i learned Mm. to sing along with that Hence why my voice is now developed at a lower range. No, that, that I wish that was true, but I listen to quite a lot of female singers. Yeah, I never did. I'm screwed. But you can sing really higher than true. me. So true, maybe. true. So I wonder if you, if when you're listening to other singers, you pick up something that they're doing. You hear trills Absolutely. or you hear yeah, bits and pieces. Yeah. You think, oh, I want to copy that. I want to see if I can sound like that. Yeah, no, it's, I listen to a lot of Adele um, and on her first album, which I still stand by. 19 is an amazing album. But she was one of the big pop artists of the time that was doing there's a particular lick where you go like ah, and you do like a it's like the jutter yeah she'd use that a lot mm. and that was the one vocal technique that I was able to do even as a like starting out singer that came really naturally to me whereas other runs are still really foreign to me mm. so are we going to be hearing from you Ellie are you next going to play yeah, for us sure we'll are... see how this goes yeah <laughs> this is, this is rather lovely <laughs> Ellie, Ellie Dixon decided to learn something and at the last minute by just looking at it a couple of times <laughs> I played it twice this morning no pressure yourself a merry little Christmas let your heart be light from now on your troubles will be out of sight have yourself a merry little Christmas Make the Yuletide gay From now on Your 
troubles will be miles away. Once again, as in olden days, happy golden days of yore. Faithful friends who are dear to us gather near to us once more. Through the years, we all will be together. If the fates allow, hang a shining star upon the highest bough, and have yourself a merry little Christmas now. Yourself a merry little Christmas now. Wow, it. Excellent. You are both absolutely oh, brilliant. Absolutely. I have to say, we're pretty chuffed, aren't we, to have you here today? We're oh, delighted. Absolutely amazing. Christmas is with family or are you going away or is there something yeah. that is particularly different family, this year? Family, yeah. We've got, just staying at home. Yeah, we normally... <laughs> so this it makes my family sound... Um, we norm, Christmas is normally just like a three-day bender, so you just... <laughs> you know, you're, you're at the pub Christmas Eve, you've got family over on Christmas Day and you drink, and then Boxing Day, you just keep going. <laughs> you're like, I'm here now. You power through. <laughs> you should be Scottish. Yeah. <laughs> and, so, and do your family ask you to sing? Mm. I think they've learned over the years to not. not. <laughs> well, actually, the one thing I like to do, so I think this is why they don't ask me to sing anymore, is I uh, have like the same like four really minor chords, and I'll like try and play Christmas songs as like miserable as possible. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, they're really funny. Yeah. No, I'll show you quickly. They're yeah, really go on. funny. Show us. Um, they they find it very funny for a little bit, and then they're like, okay, Ellie, this is getting a bit sad. Yeah, it's kind of lowering the tone. <laughs> so, like, I was going... And I'll be like... Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer Had a very shiny I can get how that went. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they just... they It gets a little bit tiring. <laughs> and that lose Christmas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you can come to my house and play that. Yeah. <laughs> Just gorgeous, quite frankly. I don't care what you do, it's still fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, we've, we've loved having you, haven't yeah, we? It's, it's just absolutely brilliant. Yeah, thanks so much. Yeah. Brilliant. So uh, so that was Sophie Winter and Ellie Dixon. Thank you very much. Thank, thank, you. thank you. Absolute pleasure. Thank you.